0: To Truman, certainly would also. Right. Okay, so um, let let's start it again because I forgot to turn on my uh, turn on the recording. So, uh, <laughs> Kodesh, my time alone going just going back from the two dots. So, what's the reason that you're not allowed to deliver Tumas Medris together with Kodesh? What could be the problem? we're going back to the second line from the bottom. Meshu Maish because of the story. Don't we? I also took that as a sign that I should go back and explain it. In other words, you, you have to sometimes read them, but you get messages. There was a story with what's happened with the delivery guy who was head to Medras. and he was also delivering a barrel from one place to another, and the leather strap of his sandalow uh, broke off, and he didn't want to lose it. So he grabbed it, and he put it on the opening of the barrel, and it fell into the airspace of the barrel. And it became impure. At that time, that's when the sages instituted anosi as a medrith, it's permitted for truma, but it will not be permitted for hektish. So the Morris says this as Richard asked, trumanami." Basically the rule is when you make a decree, don't over legislate. Never legislate more than you need to. Famous rule. Uh, people, when they get that pen, when they get into the into they start making rules, some people they have a um, they start putting in there more than they need to. So there was a famous teaching from Kananya ben Akavya stick to very specific, exactly what that case was. He never allowed them to over-legislate in his, his, uh, his area. Mahi, where did he say that? So he said it in something totally unrelated, but again, he stuck to the exact case. Netanya, lo yisara me favorite fever chatos in yardin A person should not transport paraduma, uh, uh, either paraduma water or paraduma ash, same thing. And transport them either over the Jordan or in a boat. And don't try tossing them over. And you don't float them, no boat riding and no horseback riding. In other words, you've got to be very careful to transport paraduma water or ashes, correctly. So uh, what is that? How do you do that? He had both two feet on the ground. I guess you can't ship it by plane. Uh, that, I mean, certainly if you can't do it by boat. I wonder today how, you know, if you've got to walk it there, well, I guess we've got to go to Eretz Israel to get Paradubo water. That's the... What's, what's the problem with the boat? So we didn't get there yet. Uh, um, but but you're, not a, you're basically saying though well, that any mode of transportation where you don't have two feet on the ground was outlawed. Now you can take a bridge, and this would apply to any river. Reuvenan Yehuda says no. Lo Usr ella It's only forbidden on the Jordan River, and it's only permitted if you take a boat. You have to be stick to the exact details. If that was a boat, so if you want to toss it over, it would be okay. Not like what we said before. In other words, we said before, they they made it very broad and said, No transporting, other than walking. He was no, very narrow. My what was the story? you had the delivery man for the Mechatos was delivering the either the Paraduma water or the Paraduma ash. And he was going through the yard in Busvina and as they were emptying the boat, Kazai's Mace, Shosvina. There was a dead body floating at the bottom of that boat. <laughs> now it might not have been a whole dead body; it was a piece. Even worse, you know, where's the rest of them? You know, what? Uh, I know the sharks package, got to. Could uh, you package para duma water up in a manner so that it's insulated from from tuma? I don't think so. Not because uh, if you it's in the same roof that. or something, yeah, For it'd, our, it'd be pretty hard. I don't know what it's in. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, but oh, but so sure. At that time, they said, no more delivery through the yard or through the boats over there. So, again, the way I understood it, it's a very important rule. And that is that even when you legislate something and you have good reason to do so, and really, once you're doing it, you should do it very broadly. He said, no. He said, Don't over, you know. If you, it could be people who don't have to transport out. They could be careful, but if the you do it, be specific, don't don't go too wide with the with the rules. The other opinion said, no. Why should we stick to just the Jordan? Any river? Why should it be just that kind of boat? Any kind of transport? You know, the the whole idea is be careful for the transport. So let's legislate to be careful in transportation. Or no, you can't over legislate. That seems to be the question. Yeah. When it comes to that bone that was found That's by the Yordain, problem, yeah. it, could have, it could have been the right. coincidence, or, but it seems like the rabbis wouldn't have legislated that it just happened to be found one time by Yordain. Is it likely, is, could it be that they... Well, are we going back more and more saying... Bones that in that area, let's say, than other rivers? So getting back to our case, uh, the with the sandal strap and the barrel of, uh, of Kodesh, it could have been a barrel of Truma, but we're saying that since the case was Uh, specifically with a barrel of Kodish, we only legislated, no, you can't transport uh, Kodish, and we allow you to transport Truma. So it was just a coincidence that it was Kodish, but we say that, no, let's not over-legislate. No, I understand that's but when we're talking about this case here, about the person you the ordained, they found the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're saying, though, is that the debate is, do you stick to the case or do you broaden it? Do you yeah, make the, it? Later? I guess my question is why they even... You've got a bone to pick with like, me. Why okay, they even yes. legislated <laughs> it? Um, <laughs> yeah. was, what is it that they believe that like, the bone would be... Like the ordain is more prone to finding mace? The boats. That sort of mace in that, the, um, it could it's be it's on... It's just the uh, body of one of its... Right, so located. he's asking... Why, like why would you it, legislate if you just happen to be a random bone, bone one? It one maybe time in other words, on the boats fish. in the and the yard, and they have pieces of dead body there. Is that yeah. uh, pieces of flesh? Uh, There's sharks that bite them off, or is that they make people walk the plank, or is it what? What is the? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this. You're you're I'm saying, just saying it, it must it, that's that must it be. sounds fishy to you. Well, <laughs> <it sounds> fishy <laughs> to you. Yeah, yeah anything a with body. a boat <laughs> sounds fishy <laughs> to me. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. E. Boiler, next question. Stomach. Yeah. Uh, on that uh, strap that go, went into the barrel, did that have to be a Klee Harris barrel? Probably. Probably. Uh, you're, you're probably because it was in the airspace, right. That, that's uh, um, I think, in general, most of the barrels were Harris. Um, but I don't know. E. Boiler, next question. uh Tome, uh, that... Um, <coughs> so sandal Tome Sandal. Uh, what happens if you have a, a sandal tame and a sandal tahor? Um, what uh, What happens if the shoes are not tame, or chavis psucha, chavis tumah? Mahu. What is there a difference if the barrels open or closed over minasa? Mahu. What happens if he did it already and he didn't see tuma? So over If he did it, it's tame. Reb Zairis said, "Oh, The question is: Is the decree if you do it, it's no good, or is just don't do it because it might become tameh? So all of that goes into the question. We don't say Yeah. Uh, let's see the Rashi. Sandal tahar Mai. Me goes through Sandal Sandal. Do we say if you got clean shoes, we you know we don't care if you throw it in the barrel, right? It's a, It's not a problem. We're not Geiser." Or not. Um, that we should make the decree if you have the open barrel. We understand that. But what if it's a sealed barrel that it's impossible for him to put something in the airspace? So all of these uh, remain questionable. Okay, now we go to the next case. i ask one more question about No, no, you well, hold to the end. Okay. Caitlin Nig Ribatar. So if vessels are um, finished, uh, you're picking up your vessels, brand new earthenware vessels from the uh, the kiln. What do they call those clay places where they make that stuff? No, they uh... yeah. the oven. Right, that's the oven. But uh, you go to the shop where the, the potter, the pottery, the Potter uh, Harry Potter's place. Okay, so kev Nigma Batar. So the vessels that are done over there. So we said you take them home. You stop by the mikvah first if you're going to put kodesh in. I've a So the question is, who's the uh, the pottery maker? E lema de if it's somebody who keeps halacha. Who's a chaver, who's learned? Lamelu twila. why do you gotta dunk it in the mick? He was learned. I'm sure he made sure his pottery store was tar. Camino It must be the Amoritz pottery shop. It's the pottery shop. So Nigma Batara, Karile, so why are we saying that that's called that it started out pure? The Amoritz doesn't know these laws. So Amrabashila, Amr Amas, So that's the question. In other words, why do you got to take it to the mik? If it's a chavr, there's no reason to take it to the mik. And if it's an amora, of course you got to take. It. It's not a chumrah. It's, it's it's not. They don't follow the laws of purity. Amr shmulam Gaminu Really, it was a shop that was done by a person who was learned. Umishum sinora de We're worried about the spittle. In the amaratzim come into the shop, and when they talk, they spritz, and they and they're too close. And so uh, we're always afraid of that. Even though the, the potter himself would have been pure, uh, the uh, customers, uh, some of them, will spit on the, on the food, on the vessel. So Amos when would that happen? If it's before it was completed, they're watching it being made. So at that point, it won't become tame because it's not a vessel. In other words, only a vessel can become tame, Raw material can't become tame. I mean in this case? A vessel. A clea. Okay. Yeah. Gumra. it must be. It's already finished. It's totally made. So, Ms. you're supposed to put up one of those plastic things so they don't spit. You know, the customers yeah, don't. In other words, if you went to the trouble of making it, uh, and you're going to make sure that they don't spit on the food. You're going to put a seal proof. Thing on it. So, oh, either way, it's hard to understand the case where we're worried about this. The more as Lola did. Really, they, the customers come in before you finish. And they watch it being made. You, said this, you what? said this was a powder shop, right? Right. You said this was a. So, this is a cliche. The cliche can't become tar. You have to, it's, it's Utah, right? You have to break it. Correct. Well, um let's see. What kind of shop was the <laughs> Kalim <laughs> Hanigrim <laughs> Bitahara? It Could it must have been a wood Could it be a wood uh a wooden barrel? Yeah, let's say it's a wooden barrel. I, that's a good point. Yeah. If, it's, if it can't be a potter shop, let's go to a, a wood, a uh, carpenter shop, all right, and say that it was a wood. I hear that point, Dr. Yafi. I have to look into the rules a little more, but he's, he, it's correct. Normally, with earthenware, you really can't take it to the mikveh. It's, it's a total, uh, um, it would have to be some other material. Okay. So, uh, but when was it really the, uh, the, the spit got on there before it was finished? They just came to watch. He had a lot of spectators going and watching how this was done. But the problem is the spit lasts a long time. Maybe at, when they finished, the, it was totally finished, it was still moist. So that's the problem. Really, um, once it would be totally finished, you don't let anybody come near the spit on it. But while he was making it, maybe somebody uh, spritzed on it and uh, it, takes, it could still be moist. So, uh, okay, fine. So that's the reason that you got to go to the mikvah. It's in Erev Shemesh lo. But we said that uh, the assumption is you could pick it up, you dunk it, and you could go straight to the base of Migdish with that. You can just go, go straight and use it for Hegdish. So the usual rule is that things that go to the Mik in those days, you needed to wait till nightfall. Uh, that's Erev Shemesh. And here we don't require that. So, uh, which, who are we going in? This is, must not be following his opinion, it's not. You are making paraduma containers, uh, paraduma ash containers. They basically were made out of a tube uh, that uh, they made, they cut tubes uh, to hold the paraduma ashes. Tubes of, um, I pictured it like, um, like a reed that you cut and you Put the ash in there, and then you seal both sides, and then you got a little, you know, something, a uh, 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 container for the paraduma. So you've got shofar, shakot, kalachatos. You have a tube that was cut, a uh, bamboo pole or something that was cut to be used uh, to hold the chatos. So Relozer says, Yitma v'yad, take it to the mikvah right away. If you want to use it for you've got to mikfatize it. Rebbe says, Omer, yitma, first you make sure it's tame And then you title it. Um, Now, we're going to see that with Paraduma, there was a civil war between us and the Sidukim. And the Sidukim, they wanted to um, change all the rules. And uh, specifically, if they could get into Paraduma, uh, that would have created major problems because then nobody would be pure. So one of the rules that they had as uh, we wanted, uh, there also was a problem is that we were becoming like two people, you know. It was like which uh, some people were following this set of rules and some people were following the other set of rules. So the sages wanted to make it almost impossible to be a saduki And uh, so what they did was they had their own agenda here, which because they knew that it was dividing the Jewish people, was if they would make the paraduma in a way that it wasn't kosher for the saduki So. <laughs> They had no choice, but at their, none of their service, they would basically all be Tame, and the voter would be no good, and there'd be no purpose to it, and they, you couldn't exist if everybody was ta- if the paraduma wasn't done right. So they made sure to do it in a way that it was kosher for be, us, but har- not shemesh. kosher for them. So is it with comes in, right? right. So, he's so we would, on purpose, make it Tame <laughs> so that the Tsunuki wouldn't be able to use it, but for us, it was okay to make it Tame and run it to the Mikvah. So uh that's what they did Yitmaka Yevinbo the Khatkoman. So who cut it over here? Elaim al Khatka Khavir. So if the Khavir cut it Lava Litvila, going in the first view, why would you need to dunk it? Out Lil was cut by Ignoramus, Bahalem Rushua Yidma so then why do you need to recontaminate it Vitfo? Hatame Vikoy, it's already Tame. So again, there are two opinions about what was done over here. One view is that you automatically need a toivell. The other view is make it toivell and then toivell it and, and, uh, you, to show the tukim. So the question there was that who made it? If it was made by a cover like the first view, why do you need to do anything? And, and if it was made by an amoritz like the second view, why do you need to make it toivell first? It's already toivell. So, Omer, Rabba, Barshul, Omer, Ramas, Omer, Shmuel, Omer, Really, it, the Paraduma tubes... Were cut by a learned person, umishum sinor de amoris, and were afraid of the spray. It's very hard to prevent people that uh, uh, spritz when they talk. You know, they don't do it on purpose, and it just uh, sometimes happens. So, Eva said, when is that? de latka. If it was before it was cut, It's not yet a vessel. It's just a reed. Ella It must be after you cut the paraduma tubes. Mr. Zoribu, aren't you going to be careful with the paraduma tubes? You know, we don't let any amaratsim get within spit distance. The like Gemara says, de Really, it was before it was cut. The same problem we had before—that you know, the spit might still be lasting. I have no idea how long it would last. Uh, any idea how long it would take to dry out if somebody spritzed on something and it's like sitting there? Could it take? Is it still there overnight? Like, is it, is it still? Nowadays I'm sure they don't be wearing masks and gloves. They were doing this nowadays. Well, you think they would wear masks today, yeah. I, so I would as soon they'd be wearing masks and gloves to make sure that uh, everything is Well, that's, if an ammo artist came into the workshop, you'd say put on a mask, right? That's right. I would say everyone should wear masks and gloves. Like they do sometimes like in kitchens and caterers. And right, right. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. That's true. So uh but in those days if you had it you had to worry that maybe there the people that might have come into the shop to watch, or you also had uh, uh, kids that were uh, being tutored how to make it. You know, they were, uh, they were working there. So in case they spit on it, you, then you're concerned. The more it has a question, I understand why Rabbi Shua says you've got to make it Tame. So you're going to teach those Sukim a lesson. You're going to make a recognition. of not. Mitame esakoyin esorif esaparah. They used to make the Koing Tame, Lahoti Meliban Show uh, Sidukim. and they said morve Shemis That uh, that it could be made by somebody um, uh, only if he, if the night if the sun went down. And we would do it even without the sun going down. be If you say that usually you need to wait for the sun to go down, how did with the Over here you don't need Herab Shemish. Lobi in there, but if you never need Heroshemish, Shemesh, The Sunukim aren't even going to notice what's going on over here. So what is it going to do over here? Let's see. There should be a Rashi. Um, let's just do the Rashi B, of I understand Rabbi Yeshua. It's about ten lines up. Matrik Latame that you need to make it a It's going to teach them a lesson. Shay Timu Tumugamura. You made it 100% Tumah, Hetzriku erushemish. You're going to need to wait for the nightfall. V'kani, Shtabshobot, And here you're using it the very same day. That's a reminder to the snukim. Okay. Back to the Gemara. Omar, Rav. So we're still stuck on the case. So what did they do exactly here to teach the stukim a lesson? So they got the lizard's tail. Usa, Kitama, Sheretz. They made it like... Um, um, they, they made this tumma like tumer sherets. Uh, let's see, Rashi. Asa ketumer sherets. La'olem ba'alma lo'boy heroshemesh. Usually, you wouldn't need to wait overnight if a vessel got tummy. Rebel uh, Lozla came in Igma Matara. here, still there's a good example. Our question was, what would have happened if they didn't uh, make it tamay? So would would you uh, would you normally have waited? He said, fer They made it as if these tubes touched a dead creepy. Otherwise, you would have needed. Um, basically, we're saying that the, they, the the normal rule was they treated it like it had touched a creepy, and that w- normally you would have needed to wait overnight. lo um, titma so, if it's only uh, creepy tumo, why would a person become Tame? The cutter needs to, uh, you would need to tovel. It must be that they made it like Tumas mace. That's why the person who, who cuts it or who makes it is Tame. So the Morris says, if, you, if it's real Tumas mace, it takes a week to get rid of Tumas mace. you got to be spritzed on the third and the seventh of the month. <laughs> a, week. a week, yeah, I'm sorry. You have to wait a week, the third and the seventh of, of a week. A tanya, why do we learn that you, uh, the, the cutter can go, right? you take it right away and you, to, and you go to the mikvah? It's only one mik. You just jump in the lake and you're good. You don't need to wait a week and it gets spritzed on the third and the seventh. So we're confused. If it's... Um, uh, if it's a, a corpse tumah, then why would it make you tamay? Why do you gotta, would you need to wait overnight? And if it's uh, a real tumah, then you need a whole week. So the mace says, They made it like a tamay mace on the seventh day, where all you got to do is the mikvah. It's almost like, it, it's uh, usually tamay mace means when you get tamay mace, you got to wait a week. They made it like the seventh day. And Vahatanya, and this is this, uh, Tanya is a proof to them. They didn't make anything new, they wouldn't invent any rules for paraduma. They just took existing laws and they legislated. Om um, Rabbi, Shalom Mitame Moshev. He says that they, uh, what they did. Um, uh, the, uh, the question was, what strictness were they giving the Paraduma here if they didn't invent anything? So normally, um, a vessel doesn't become tame um, so easily. And over here, that we're treating these tubes like they became tame. And he explains, mitame moshe. When we said that they won't make up a tuma, we meant they won't turn a hatchet into something you sit on. Not a good idea to sit on a hatchet. Um, especially not the sharp end. Here Hayoshib alakli. Let's say you sit on a vessel and the person sitting is Tame. Let's say you turn something upside down and you sit on it. You turn a bucket upside down, and you sit on it. I would have thought you turned it into a chair and we know that chairs have tumas Medras. Things that you sit on have tumas Medras. What if a worker turns a bucket around and sits on it? Or somehow the hatchet becomes something to sit on. Only things that are made for sitting on can become tameh for sitting on. yatsuzu that would exclude these tools. Sheomerlo that we say to you, Amma, get off it. Vanessa, we need to work with it. We need our tools now to work. Don't sit on it. Okay. So, um, oh, uh, but basically, our, again, our question was, what's going on over here in the paraduma? Uh, workshop where they're making you go to the mikvah. Uh, what uh, what kind of tuma did it get, and how can it get tuma? So that's what the Gemara is trying to explain. Uh, and then the Gemara said, "Well, they never invented a tuma uh, for paraduma. They they weren't mechadesh it. They took existing laws. And so the Gemara is saying when it says they didn't invent, is that they didn't um, uh, they didn't allow sitting tuma for something that's not a chair. Let's do that. Rashi. Lo kitcha dav ber maybe the only time in our life where we get a chance to learn this I hope we'll get to Mishnayos part too. but lo Davapara dav part Alpha pisha usu bo milis harba even though they made many new rules bishvil hazilzo hazu in order that people not ignore the rules shabbat mi koina surfa they made the kohen who's the burner tame last those yom, and they had him go to the mikveh that day lo kitcha they never invented in these rules, they never pulled something out of the air. Uh, if you're going to say that the potters, uh, we decided to stick, let's stick to, uh, uh, not a potter, whoever the craftsmen were that made these vessels are considered like Tame Emais, are ein gadu mizah. And there's no bigger Kiddush than that that you could have Tuma's mace on uh, on pottery it, that we treat it like it has Tuma's mace. So the question was these strictnesses by Paraduma, they couldn't uh, I thought they didn't make them up. So the Gemara said, no, Shalo Bapara They didn't when we said that they didn't give Tuma, really they did give Tuma. You could give it Tuma's mace. When we said they didn't give tuma, it was dealing with the kind of vessel, for example, if you somebody said about a hatchet It's not made necessarily for sitting on the nasa ava and normally if you, if you if somebody sat on it who's Zav, we wouldn't say that it became tume kliha but a regular chair or something that could get tuma. Even though it didn't touch a dead body, they made it like it did. Uh, So we're just clarifying what kind of uh, decree would they have made. Okay, back to the Gemara. So then we have the next case. Uh, What about if you have a big barrel and something in the barrel became uh, impure, a piece of lizard's tail fell on it or a piece of spit fell on one piece, so we say because it's in the uh, barrel together with the other pieces, all of them are no longer good for Kodesh. Now for Truma, you could just take that piece out and use the rest. But for Kodesh, we said we're strict. HaKli, Matsur, the vessel, pulls together what's inside it for Kodesh. truma, Manahani, mili. Where'd we get that from? Omer of the pusuk says like this. Kaf, achas, asor, very, was that in the Kriyas Torah? It was, it was very similar to what we read. That's Hanukkah. I see the dedication right. So it's one spoon full of uh, full of uh, of incense. The <inaudible> nasiim, <inaudible> yeah. Thank you. of us, yeah. of us, the kol ma'ish achas. Basically, everything inside the spoon is achas, is one. So if you have a piece of of kodesh in your barrel that has spit on it you're going to have to throw the whole thing out. So that's the drasha. In other words, kaf achas means that it's one spoon. Why does the Torah emphasize one spoon? Anything in everything in the spoon has to be pure. If even anything in the barrel uh, is no good, then it's a b- pretty big spoon, by the way, anyways. Mesa Rivkana, he has a question. So this uh Revi Kiva, Revi Kiva added the following. Has solus the flower of actoris in the incense vela frankincense vaga call in the coals. She nugget twulyom but mixasan if the twil yum touches even part of them, Pasus Kula. So basically this sounds not like a Torah rule. This sounds like Revikiva made a rabbinic rule. Vahidara Bunani. Uh and this is uh So um that how can we say it's Midatora? more said my mictani recha he revkin ben bese raul aver shitimes kula uh for the fact that he said that if you touch part the whole thing is tumit viktani host if Kiva, and revkiva added romarish lakim shun bar Kapora. so we're going to have to wait till to uh Shabbos to uh figure this out the question was what was mitnora and what was legislated here about the what's in the rest of the barrel